Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Side. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Side. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's on this town tonight Hey, thanks for joining another show The Formula Sports Talk I have Alex in the studio and Samaj Kadir out in L.A. Ken from ATL, well, that remains to be seen or heard. <laughs> uh, we, we don't know where this guy is. But again, thank you for the show. Here's a trivia question I have before we even get this thing started off. I have a trivia. You can win an Energy Force bracelet, but you can go to energyforce.com um, and pick out your bracelet if you win. And that is a free bracelet to you or whomever you want to give it to as a gift. Here's the trivia. In 1989, who won the World Series, who won the Super Bowl, and who won the NBA championship? If you call with the photo show is over with, that's just a, this is just a show trivia. We may have a fan page trivia also, but if you call before the show's over with, with that, the correct answers, you win an Energy Force, um, you win an Energy Force bracelet. Go to energyforce.com and pick out any kind. Well, they have a variety of uh, bracelets. I have one on. You can see my testimony up there about them. Uh, but it is a good deal. Good bracelet. I keep mine on 24-7. Could you read the question? And Alex looked, Alex looked at my wrist to see if I was telling the truth. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Can you repeat the question? And can I win? You, girl. I know one of them. <laughs> I only know one of them. It, uh, here's the question again. In 1989, who won the MLB World Series? Who won the Super Bowl? Who won the NBA championship? Call in before the show's over. You got an energy force.com. You got an energy force bracelet. Go to energyforce.com. All right, man. Let's get on to the show. Uh, how was you guys' weekend? Fourth of July weekend. It's good. Uh, just another day to me. I'm really getting into all that. I don't like fireworks. <laughs> you don't have to get. It, you don't have to get into <laughs> the fireworks, here, man. Come on. They be lighting them bombs, man. You don't know if they shooting the gun or what. You got to duck. I think I the. Like um, <laughs> I think the worst place for fireworks is in Arizona. It's like three, four houses burn down every year during Fourth of July. Yeah. Because they be trying to do it out their garage. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand, but it happens. Irresponsible. Well, smart. You don't have to be out there. Um, they have cookouts. You go over to some of your friends' house. Uh, I don't have friends. You don't no, have I'm friends. Just <laughs> you, you don't have well, uh, uh, close associates. Yeah, I have stuff. Okay. Yeah, all them pictures I seen. You got some type of friends. <laughs> They're in Ohio, Dayton, baby. There's nothing in Dayton but murders. Oh, God. I didn't want to say anything. There's nothing dating but murderers, <laughs> drug dealers. What's messed up? They drug yeah. dealers and occupation there. Uh, Alice, you whatever. Do, you do anything? I'll let you clown my city too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed myself a little bit. Took yesterday off, but. You, you know what I need to do? I'm, I'm thinking about this. 
I got to get out this hot sun. It's like 117, 120 mm-hmm. degrees in Arizona. You can't do anything. Not that I can right now anyway, uh, being that I'm uh, rehabbing. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is too hot. I want to move. I want to get a place in Flagstaff just to go there or maybe San Diego. I don't know why I left San Diego. Yeah, I, I asked myself that nice. question too. Yeah. I, I have, it's nice in San Diego. Man, San Diego. If I, if I was going to move anywhere, here's, here was my, uh, before we get into our sports talk, it was either Miami and why I wouldn't move back to Miami. I mean, why I wouldn't move to Miami because of the tornadoes or the mm-hmm. hurricanes. hurricanes. The hurricanes. <laughs> I thought about Kansas, but I've been in a tornado there. Uh, Kansas is a great place, especially in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, where the University of Kansas is. little shout out there for you? Always. Uh, <laughs> but but there's tornadoes. Um, where, where else would I? In San Diego. San Diego's. When you in Arizona, here's the problem with Arizona. It's too hot for like four months. Like mm-hmm. like blazing hot where you can't do anything. Entirely right. too hot. So I narrowed it down to San Diego. <laughs> Sarah, San On Di- the air, ladies and gentlemen, he narrowed it down. <laughs> I narrowed it down to I narrowed it down to San Diego. You can't be San Diego. I used to wake up and it's foggy. I'm eating my breakfast on the balcony. Before I'm done with my breakfast, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. Where'd you live in San Diego? Uh, Mission Valley. Oh yeah, that's yeah. A good I was one. Right down the street from the stadium. Right down the street mm-hmm. from the uh, uh, complex. There. Yep. yep, yep. Right there. Yep. Well, I've never been. I'm gonna I'm make it there. Oh, you never been? Well, oh, you come to Dayton. Yeah. You were, you left Dayton, went straight to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. You haven't been down to San Diego. You live two hours away. Yeah. Right. Can. I've been here five years. I'll get down there. You could take the train too. <laughs> I'll get down there. That's a thought. And just rent a car when I get there. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rent, rent, get you a $19 car, go down there, hang out for a, a day or two. I need the weekend, yeah. Yeah, do the weekend. When your son comes in, so we'll take him out, take him down there. Yeah, that'd be nice for us. That's good there. All right, let me <laughs> ask you guys a question now. Let's get into this sports talk before we start boring uh, all five listeners. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you guys this. You need to check out that uh, seventh wave on Voice America Sports. That seventh wave is... It's a lot of spiritual stuff, a lot of meaning, a lot of relaxation type things, uh, and I think it's good. I'm gonna have to check it out because I think I've been moving too fast. Probably why I got sick. I've been moving too much. But check out that seventh wave. They got a, and I'm talking about the the spiritual part. And the everybody's not religious. Most people are spiritual. Uh, also, they have the um, the uh, what I'm, the meditation type things over there. You check it out for yourself. Now I'm back to the, not back to it, but let's get to the sports. Let me t- ask you guys about Derek Jeter. Wasn't Derek Jeter vibing for a long-term contract last year? And he didn't really come off a great season. And I want to know if this contract he was, he was wanting that he ended up getting uh, was because he was the face of the New York Yankees, one of the uh, New York Yankees greats. They probably would go down in that type, of, um, that type of history. But his numbers didn't match up. Was that contract... Um, and, and here's the deal with, base, with baseball, and this probably tie into what you guys are going to talk about with the uh, with the um, football and the uh, NBA stuff. This guy has a contract. It's not. I want to know if it was so he can come back and get the three thousand hits. Because I, I don't see I don't see where he's being productive with the contract he has, and, and did the ownership just do that because he was Dirk Jeter? He was Mr. New York. Uh, I, I believe he is from New York. Um, and he was Dirk Jeter, but the contract doesn't add up to his performance on the field. And that's what a lot of guys, especially in the NBA, and we'll get to that. But right now, let me get you guys' opinion on the Dirk Jeter situation because he's was 0 for 4 last night. Uh, now, being off 16 days in his first game back, that could happen. But that's Dirk Jeter been playing for a long time. You find a way to, 
to uh, manufacture some hits. Alex? Yeah. Um, the Yankees have and always will be about excess and fan base and uh, records. And I, if he wasn't, if he'd already gotten his 3,000th hit um, while he was holding out for that contract, it would have been a completely different story, I think. Because they, all they do is they replace old players. They did it with Jorge Posada. Like mm-hmm, they said, hey, yeah. get out. You know, I mean, he, he's, still, he's still there. But they, they pretty much shunned him once he went over the hill. And um, that's, that is what they're known for, is just replacing old players with new, sparkling talent. And the re- one of the main reasons why they got A-Rod is who he might become the home run leader, you know, uh, of all time. And regardless of the steroid era and whatnot. But, but is it going to count? Let me ask you that because uh, Barry Bonds is the home run leader with the asterisk by his name. Now, A Rod, well, Derek A Rod did the same thing, but he he took a few. He nailed it in the bud, nipped it in the bud right away. Uh, but he did test some lies on the way to that. Yeah, he sure did. About his cousin gave him this or that somewhere overseas or where was, where is he from? Puerto Rico somewhere. I don't know. Well, somewhere where he said uh, he got it from there. Yeah, I, uh, just because he nipped it doesn't mean that he didn't do it. You know, right. I don't think he ever actually um, uh, admitted to it. Like, because he had that, they had that interview with him, just a one-on-one interview, and he just kind of went around the question like people normally do. Like I said, most of them do. Yeah. I mean, Andy Pettit said he did it. He said it, and that was it. Right. And, I mean, but he's one of the only ones. And, uh, you know, it, it's yet to be seen what's really going to happen with that because he's, he's, he's still a little bit away. He's still got, a, you know, over 100 ones to go. So. And, and A-Rod is not a bad guy. He's not, a, he, he's not labeled as a bad boy in the NBA, MLB. Uh, and I think um, Barry Bonds was. People didn't like his standoff attitude. So they'd love to have him, steroids or not. As the, fa- as the face as the home run leader uh-huh. uh, but because of the Barry Bonds A-Rod stuff but then you got guys like Mark McGuire you said Pettis uh, these guys uh, there was another guy too played uh, first base he just lied in front of Congress all together uh, Palmero uh, Rafael Palmero pa- yeah Rafael Palmero uh-huh. um, but w- do these guys still get into the Hall of Fame do these guys still lead the uh, have that lead leading home run hitter of all time with those uh, situations behind him. And, and I agree with you as far as the Derek Jeter's concerned. If he would have had his 3,000 hits last year, I don't know how long that contract extension would have been because once he gets 3,000, Derek Jeter can say, I don't want to even play again mm-hmm. and have a three- or four-year deal that he carries on to the bank. All right. Well, I believe they want him uh, to get his 3,000 hits and for his name because, like we all know, sports is it's all about politics, and his name his name will bring the fans, and fans will bring money to the team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is. Well, I'm a Dirk G fan, but I'm I'm not a fan of uh, and I'm I'm a Dirk G fan. I'm a fan of guys that getting their money. If if you if the owners gonna pay you this, they, they're not losing any money. If they can pay you this, that means they have it. It's just a matter of uh, are they you gonna live money. up? Yeah, if you're gonna live up to their potential. Uh, of, of those numbers, both financially and statistically, on on a foot on a baseball field. Right. So, so I, I, I don't, I'm just a fan, but I don't think that is the right right way to go. And that's why you have so many lockouts um, after seven to ten years. That's why we got the M, M, uh, NFL lockup. That's why we got the NBA lockup. Now, mm-hmm. now in the NFL, they are in. They're bringing in lawyers right now. For a long time, the lawyers was opt out of this deal because. Uh, all the back and forth that was going, they left it up to the uh, to the commissioners and the um, owners. Uh, but I think it's a good sign now that the the lawyers are involved just to get the paperwork done, mm-hmm. get the right verbiage on the uh, documents, so 
this doesn't happen five years down the road. So maybe in 10 years they revisit the situation, but it's a 10-year deal. And they're still fighting over, I think, $1 billion, which what it used to be $2 billion now. I think they're still fighting over $1 billion or who's going to get what first. Uh, I know you guys got a little bit to say about that. Well, yeah, but the NFL um, lockout is basically going to determine, well, I think going to determine how long the NBA lockout is, is going to go for. What about you, Alex? Um, I, I think the NFL lockout is going to be done soon. I think it's going to be done within like the next... A week and a half, two weeks. It has to be done in the next two weeks. Before, before the judges come in, right? Right. I mean, if the judges okay. come in, it's going to change a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. The judges going... They're going to do their jobs. There's no um, there's no favoritism in this. They're going to do their job. Um, but there, there's a season to come up. There's a Hall of Fame game. And I think there's a preseason game before that, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But you got a lot of rookies. you got a lot of guys. You have to mature. Uh, you have to get the philosophy... Uh, some of these guys you dropped in the first round. Now, a lot of skill positions may be able to pull it off, but when you got uh, blitz package to pick up and blitzes to do, those interior guys are not yeah, going to be able to do this. Mean, yeah. And, yeah, and then the quarterbacks may be at a risk. And, and if you wait this long into the situation before the season starts, there's going to be a lot of injuries, in my opinion. Well, aren't these guys taking care of themselves now? Like, they don't have anyone training them. Yeah. Don't they have to keep being in shape on their own? That's one thing. They have to do that anyway. Uh most time they get paid to do it. So if they got hurt training right now, they don't get any compensation for anything. They probably get kicked off the team. Uh, right. Uh, so a lot of guys, there's a lot of guys that they publicize. You see it on TV mm-hmm. that are training. But Together. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole lot of guys that are not training because um, of the of that reason alone. If they get hurt, it is over for them. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about these guys that they just recruited? It's like. Drafted. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, none of them, none of them have, um, <laughs> except for the first round guys. None of them have a guaranteed contracts, anyways, right? Right. No, right, no. Because they have to make the team still. Yeah. Right? The first round guys need a contract, also. I'm sure they have one on the table for them. Uh, so when this lockout is over, because really they're not supposed to be negotiating with anybody uh, since the lockout right. is over. Uh, and this lock, this lockout brings on a lot of things. There, there are the ex NFL players, the alumni guys. They're suing the CBA, and and rightfully so because they feel like. The current players and the owners right now are just trying to get a deal done to get the football to get football back on um, back on schedule, and they're forgetting forgot the, forgetting about the alumni guys who made the league what it is, who who's not so much involved in the package deal that they're putting together. Uh, so they're making a they make they filing for a sue uh, to get that done. We got about a thirty seconds before we no. end. What about? I mean, I, I don't think the owners are in any rush to get a season going because they're gonna make they're gonna save four and a half billion dollars if there's no season. It's the players that are like, "Yo, we need a paycheck. Yeah, let's, let's get this going." I mean, it's but, a little. I don't know, just two sided. They're getting paid anyway, right? <laughs> no, especially the guys who's like uh, five years and under, who, who's not the superstar who's been playing for a while. Those guys right there, uh, they probably living two paychecks to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot of guys who are not getting checks. That's hurting a lot of the situation. Hey, this is what we'll do. We'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll finish up on this. We want to talk about the NFL. Then moving on to the NBA. Kwame Lots of the Sports. We got Alex in the studio, Samaj Kadir in LA. We'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Formula for Sports with Alex in the studio, Samaj Kadir in L.A. We were talking about the NFL lockout uh, situation. Alex just came up with a great uh, number, statistic, if you will. 115,000, Alex? Yep. 115,000 unemployed people if there's an NFL lockout. And, and we was about to get into an not I won't say no argument, altercation. But I'm saying the owners <laughs> don't care. Owners don't care at all. Uh, what they want to do is keep... Uh, NFL is a non-profit organization. Now, remember that. If you've got a non-profit organization, you don't have to show your books to anybody but the uh, federal government. Uh, you don't have to show them to the guys that's working for you. And those guys being the NFL players, um, we left off talking about uh, a lot of guys are living probably two paychecks if they did it the right way, two paychecks to paycheck uh, that's not getting paid right now. So, And, and the whole thing is, Get the lockout done. I mentioned that the lawyers are being involved with it. The lawyers haven't been involved with it for a while, so now they just got to get the verbiage or the paperwork, get things signed over. And I think we both, I think we all agree that there'll probably be a, probably be over within two weeks. If not, then there's going to be a lockout. Mm-hmm. So, so we we should see. Uh, but when you when you're talking about people being unemployed, you got there's not a lot of owners. Uh, owners that care about that and you talking about also the uh, revenue sharing how, how would you like to be Jerry Jones and have the revenue share with uh, the uh, owner for the Cincinnati Bengals who doesn't make money and so you got to write that guy a check every year and, and, and that's a problem what they knew, need to be doing is uh, fighting amongst themselves or discussing this amongst themselves from owner to owner right. because of your revenue sharing I, I can't be the Dallas Cowboys and making all this money, and and really it's the market you're in, but in, in Cincinnati, who doesn't pay anybody anyway, so they should have money. They should have money, but they don't. They use it for a whole lot of things. They're, the NFL is a billion dollars industry, 
for one. Mm-hmm. And that's not even counting the revenues and stuff that they uh as far as the merchandise right. uh that they that they pulling in. Well, don't um I mean is there like a scale for each player? Like a set scale that that you make coming into the uh NFL? There's a um there is um somewhat of a scale when you get drafted uh, and I think it's like maybe 10% more. Like if you use the first pick first round, you might get 10, 20% more than the first pick first round the year before. But then it goes down from there. Um, and depending on who the team and who the owner is, and he feel like he has somebody and um, that he's gonna, he want to invest in. And Alex and I talked about this with uh, Kevin Durant in the, on a uh, NBA situation. But in the NFL, if you find somebody that you drafted in the fifth round, there is a they can try you up, tie you down for four years, five years, and maybe just a million dollars. Now, what kind of deal is that? That's no deal at all. But now with this new CBA, you can be a free agent after four years. So that'll never, that'll never happen again. But five years, one million dollars, this guy's never making money. He can't get out of contract unless he get released. So mm-hmm. there is a scale, but it depends on who your, who your owner is, your team is, your coach is, if they want to invest in you. That's not making money. <laughs> Five years, a million dollars? Yeah. No, that's not making any money. Not in two hundred k. Yeah, not in the million. Not in the NFL. Not in the major league sports. Five years, a million dollars? No. Think about this. In that million dollars, you're paying taxes on it every year. Okay. In that million, right. in that million dollars, you got a uh, child support. Oh. In that million dollars, <laughs> you gonna pull that into it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you where that money goes. And that million dollars, you got family you got to take care of. You got right. friends you got to take care of. You don't have to, but you I mean, you grow up with these same guys every year. They ain't really expecting you to do things for them. Man, five years and just a yeah. million dollars, nah, you going to be, you broke. Oh, yeah. You are done. You, you get to play a game for a living. Yeah. You get to I play. Mean, okay. now, now, football started off that way. Uh, most guys are play for free, but why would they do that? Because they love the game, but why would they do that when they're paying millions of dollars out to people to do this? Yeah, no, I understand. So, yeah, okay. yeah so, so we, we, I mean, we'll keep our eyes and follow the NFL lockout. And, um, and we definitely got it. That is tying into the, um, to the uh, NBA. Right. Yeah, and you guys did a little research on the NBA, so I'll let you get on that. All right, yeah. Um, the whole thing is, um, and I think to start off, it stems from these huge conglomerate teams now, like the Heat and the Knicks and the Lakers. Teams are losing money, like the Bucks and Memphis Grizzlies. And um, the stat is 22 teams lost money last year. Lost money. Is that the small market team? Or yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it not even doesn't even have to be small market. I mean, I'm sure Oklahoma City didn't make all that much money, even though they was in yeah, close to the finals. Yeah, then. I mean, I'm sure they you know they made more than than a lot, but not enough, you know, because it's right. still Oklahoma City. Um, teams, 22 teams, that's over half the league by far. Right. Lost money in an NF, in a major league sport. And, and you wonder how that how that takes place. Major League Sports, you got all this marketing stuff, but there's not a lot of Mark Cubans on as far right. as owners in there. Uh-huh. Now, um, I have I have an idea why. Uh, I have two examples for you. Um, one is um, the uh, supposedly NRA president uh, Gilbert Arenas, who <laughs> signed NRA, yeah, who who, um, who signed a six-year, hundred ten million dollar deal in the summer of 08. and um, in 08-09, he decided to uh, start a gun club. 
So he played two games that year. Uh, 2009-2010, played less than half the season. And 2010-2011, scored 10 points a game in 70 games, and he's making uh, the upwards of $20 million a year. Uh, what? That doesn't equate to... Uh, that's, why you, that's why you have lockouts. That's why you, you go into these... Uh, Collective bargain agreements. This guy's making twenty million. Then he and then he went to Orlando to do this, right? Yeah, the, this year he was in Orlando. The right. year you making twenty million dollars and you scoring ten points a game. Yeah, that's I, not I, good. No, because I, I really, I really, really believe right now today, when I'm in my best shape, I can score ten points a game. And and right. and you won't, you're not going to even give me ten points. I mean twenty million dollars. And that's not even use me. Let's use the guys on the bench that can score ten points a game. Who does this for a living? Guys that actually want right. to play. Yeah, the guys who want to play and they looking at Gilbert like, you making how much? And I'll bet you that uh, Miami, uh, uh, Washington was one of the teams that lost money last year. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, why- go ahead, go ahead, Smart. Do you think they need to cut uh, players' pay- play? I mean, I'm sorry, pay when they don't. Uh, um, do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I was you talking. They're getting paid these big bucks. I mean, they should live up to the standards that that they're getting paid. For. I was talking to Kwame before the show, and I was pretty much like, if somebody's going to get a max deal, make a third of it incentive based. Make like half of it incentive based. If you're going to oh, get 120 okay. million dollars a year, not everybody's like Kobe and I mean more or less LeBron that will come and play every night and get you 25 and 25 and eight, and they'll put people in the stands. Nobody's putting people. Uh, Gilbert's not putting people in the stands when he's in jail or, or on the bench. You know, it's and that'll save money, and that'll make teams not lose as much money because they're not sinking money into somebody that just says, "Well, I'm set for the rest of my life, so I don't want to play anymore." And and I can give a guy like Kobe and LeBron, D Wade, I can give those type guys 120 million if they were just averaging 15, 20 points because they make the other four guys on that uh, court. Tremendously better. Mm-hmm. It was like it's almost Jordan like when he made the other four guys or the other three guys outside of Scotty better. He made these guys better. They, these guys are still mentioned to this day. You know Jordan, you know Scotty Pippen, right. but them role players are still mentioned to this day. Uh, Paxson, BJ mm-hmm. Armstrong, a lot of those guys. Uh, uh, was it Stacy Argman? Not Stacy Argman, but uh, Stacy King. Stacy King. Stacy King, really. <laughs> and He's still we, doing Bulls games, though. And we're still talking about him right now. Yeah. Yep. But Don't see, leave out Magic Johnson. And you know, Magic made guys better, too. But I can give those guys, like a Kobe, LeBron, D. Wade, uh, and it's a, it's a few more guys in the league that's like that, $120 million for what, an NBA. That may be a five-year deal. Yeah. That may be a five-year deal. Hey, Samaj, um, are you still haunted by uh, Michael Jordan's shot over Craig Elo? <laughs> I just got a question. I know you're from. I know you're from Ohio. So she from Dayton. No, I don't even remember that. Yeah, semi-pro. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind then. That's you talking about Dayton, Ohio. They might got a racetrack. Yeah. A racetrack. It's close semi-pro. enough. It's close enough yeah, to Cleveland. We, it's closer than here from Cleveland. How you? How far are you from Cleveland, Dayton? Uh, about three and a half hours. I think it is. Four yeah. and a half hours. Who's going about three? Two? Three oh, and a half. Three is all the same. Three and a half, four hours. That's all the same. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, you know, you, you talk about this money situation. That's why the NBA is going into this uh, CBA, and those good, those are good numbers, Alex, that you you bring up because these guys are making money. They make, and, and I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of them making their money. You got, if you if they gonna give it to you, take it. Yeah, take it because you did build up to that. But once you get it, they seem to fall off. Well, see, now the incentive-based thing could pose a problem because there's only five guys on the court at a time, and it might become more about me and making my money yeah. than making the team better because that's why the NFL, they have so many players, incentive-based, it makes more sense. But And, and with the NFL, see, I, I go back to even further. Um, 
a step further. The college guys, you got eleven guys. You should, if you, I believe they should get paid. But hmm. how do you how do you pay these guys? Right. How do you pay a star? What, what do you give a starter? And yeah, a starter, if you pay if you pay them to play basketball, you got to play them in other sports as well. And a starter may change from week to week. Uh, you can start this week. You may two weeks later you may not be the starter. Uh, so what? How do you pay these guys? And then do you lock these guys into contract? It's a lot of it's a lot of things, and I do believe college guys should get paid. But it's a lot of things you have to iron out as far as uh, if he gets hurt, does he still get his contract? And in the NFL, if you get hurt your first year, if you undrafted, if you get hurt, okay. When I came into the league, uh, my first year, undrafted free agent out of University of Kansas, um, one hundred nineteen thousand. My first year, one hundred nineteen thousand. If I got hurt, that would have went down to sixty-five thousand. Yikes! Sixty-five thousand, and I probably got the sixty-five thousand and got released. Uh, but I think I came under I came under some great veterans leadership, some uh, Clyde Simmons, Seth Joiners, uh, Terry Hogan, Nate Williams. I came under Eric Hill. I came under some some great guys. Of, they taught you how to play football. They, it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm not taking. Helping this guy take my position, and that's why when I became uh, not became that's why when when guys came in, I started helping with the uh, defense a whole lot. Because if some reason I went down, I still want to put the team first. Mm-hmm. I still want to win football games, so they need to know everything I need to know uh, how to get on the field and stay on the field. So mm-hmm. it was never it was never even ever selfish reasons uh, when I came when you come in. But you know, guys, would it depends on where you come in, it depends on what lead what level you come in on. Um, but 119,000. If I got hurt, that was 65,000. How you do this in college? How do you how you make a college guy who's a starting quarterback? Let's say Andrew Luck, who could have won the first pick first round this year. But why would a bright guy coming from Stanford and Andrew Luck go to some thugs in Carolina? <laughs> mm-hmm. So and maybe in the supplemental draft, maybe after they taken um, Cam Newton, maybe in the supplemental draft, which I thought he was going to enter. Maybe he goes to San Francisco, but San Fran, San Fran, I think they drafted a quarterback in the first round. So, so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Um, One more thing, I think if um, they also play these players uh, in college, maybe they'll want to stay there four years instead of going to um, in the draft so early. That's well. That's a good point to look at it. We got about twenty five seconds. That's a good point to look at it. But their college money is going to be totally different from the uh, pro money. Right. So I understand that, but you know, yeah, and and you got guys like Grant Hill. You got some guys who will stay four years for their for their university and their colleges. Uh, but most guys thinking about, I I need to make this money, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I need to make this money. I need to, I got family to take care. Of. I got people to take uh, to take care. Of. I got kids. They and, they and I'm talking about college guys. Child support. Yeah, child support. <laughs> hey, this is from Lots of Sports. I got Alex in the studio. Smosh Kadir. You can and, bring uh, it in there. You can. <laughs> I got child support. I got to go. I got to make this money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? 
Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Parmalas Sports Talk. We got Alex in the studio. Samaj Kadir out in L.A. I don't know if I was yelling or not, but that music was loud. Monk, <laughs> hey, Monk I'm, I'm going to need <laughs> Monk, I'm gonna need some uh, different type of music. Not in that intro and not my sexy voice uh, last segment. You want some Justin Bieber? Yeah. What do you want? You, I, I, like a little, I like a little rock and roll. I like a little oh, I do too. metal. Put, throw some of that in there. I got, like, Evanescence. Evanescence. Who? Evanescence. <laughs> Evanescence. They're a good rock uh, band. You don't want the LA and change, girl. Yeah, don't don't mess with my uh yeah, break music, uh monk. Let's let's do some break music. Different stuff. I mean one time you was, one time you hate me like I was in a club, so yeah, throw some of that stuff in there. He I, wants some Britney Spears. I want some no. no. Yes he does. He told me already. I don't care what you want. I got five <laughs> listeners that like Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw Britney in if you want to. Uh, uh but right. you know what? I like a little maroon five. I like uh guns and roses. Bring bring some of that stuff in there. Let's get to the uh well I got a personal opinions on things about my music. Uh <laughs> let's get to uh Major League Baseball. Let's talk All Star first. Let's talk All Star. Now Alex, I know you got some stats on that. As far as who got in and, and the voting and how it's done. Um I was curious because um talking with my boy and I was we were uh, wondering why fans had anything to do with um with the voting because the game actually matters. In other sports, you know, it's it's fun, it's it's a spectacle. But um, Bud Selig was so, so um, in so much in need of ratings, I guess, for the All Star Game that he made it matter. And the winner, uh, the winning side, AL NL, um, gets the um, gets home field advantage in the World Series for their division, for their conference. And I, I don't agree with it. I don't, I don't understand why. Um, but I, I looked it up, and uh, fan voting, I guess, only matters for the starting position players, not the pitchers. Um, and because it's a pitcher's league now, uh, more or less, after the steroid era, um, mm-hmm. because the players, coaches, and managers get to vote for the um, pitchers, which I think is good. I, I think that's um, excellent. Yeah, because it's got to be. They see those guys more often than the fans do. And you got some guys on the East Coast not watch, watching West Coast games. Right. But they see the stats. They know who these guys are. So I think in the pitching situation, uh, the voting part is probably dead on. Yeah, I agree. But, the, you know, you got the uh, – so what else you have on that? Um, I – 
You know. Uh, oh, the uh, other thing. The other thing I was talking about was the home run derby, just the All Star weekend in general. Well, let me say this before you get go into ahead, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think the fans should have a heavy. Uh, they should weigh heavily on the votes and the starting lineups. I think you play against these guys, and this is a, this is an issue with the uh, NFL Pro Bowl and type stuff. You play against these guys, you go against these guys. I know I was part of the voting every year I was in the league. And um, guys were voting for their friends. I wouldn't vote for my friend. I would vote for the guys who put the numbers up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about the numbers you put up this year, not what you did last year. I know some guys get snubbed the year before, and they want to bring them back and say, okay, we messed up last year. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. But your numbers, don't, they're not the same as they were a year before. So I don't think the fans should play uh, heavily on the voting because they're voting for their favorite players. And their yeah, favorite right. players don't have the numbers. I mean, more time. The managers. Yeah, yeah, let the, let the uh, coaches and the players do, and let the fans have that third vote or who gets in, and and, and that's the alternates. There'd be some alternates in. Let the fans decide who their alternate may be. Yeah, but I mean the ratings will, uh, the ratings I think would plummet if that were the case. People like to vote for who they want to watch, and but right. I mean, in more times than not, the starters, it's going to be probably the same anyways. But um, I. I don't know. But how I you mean, tell a guy who has in his contract, you make it to the Pro Bowl, you make it to the All-Star game, uh, you got this incentive. You were talking about an incentive base, a third of the NBA having incentive bases. They make it to the All-Star game, it gets bonus. Yeah, baseball is just different because the game actually matters. That's just what it comes back to. Yeah, well, the All-Star game, yeah, it matters who has home field advantage during the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, because that was just a fun game to watch it. And when it initially started off, uh, these guys a break uh, during the middle of the season. It's just a fun game to watch. Now they put it in, guys wouldn't watch it. They would watch the home run derby and then the baseball game somewhat. Right. There was, there was regular season baseball game was more important than the all-star game. It was more fun, better to watch than the all-star game. So home run derby took that place. Now as far as the home run derby, it's, there's guys who just, they throwing in there. Nobody wants to mess up their time in doing a regular season, so mm-hmm. they, they just putting guys in, and some of these guys we don't even know. It's like a curse. I mean, and the other thing about the voting, the fans voting, is that the Red Sox and Yankees make up almost the whole AL. Seven Red Sox, the Yankees have seven guys. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and Joey Badge, uh, Jose Batista, the guy from uh, Toronto, got seven and a half million votes. Seven, seven and, and a half million. million. Seven and a half million. That's probably more than the whole NL combined. If <laughs> I tell you, if... Uh, if Yao Ming was on a baseball team, he yeah, got, he there you got go. Same thing. Same yeah. thing. It's the Yao Ming effect. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not American Idol. It's baseball. So why would they even have but the fans that, vote like that? Exactly. So when the fans vote, and, and, and we talked about Yankees. You, you, you want something smart. We talked about the Yankees got seven guys. And, and I talked about a guy who really got snubbed was uh, one of their pitchers, starting pitchers. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. He got snubbed. He, uh, I think his name falls over but he pitched two days before, so they didn't want right. to mess up his rotation. Is it CC Sabathia? CC Sabathia. That's what I'm. Yeah. I couldn't get that out of my uh-huh. in my head. CC Sabathia uh, didn't make it, and one of the reasons, two of the reasons, I think, is because they already have seven Yankees on the lineup. <laughs> they don't want. They don't need an eighth. Uh, and then he pitched two game, two days, and as far as his rotation going, right. it would be two days of pitching. Right. So they don't want to throw him out there and messed up the rest of the season for him. Now, Samaj, the fans voting. Uh, Fans shouldn't vote. It's not American Idol. Fans shouldn't vote um, that heavily in the beginning. I would put that fans as a, one, a third of the vote in the back. And, and, and Alex mentioned that it, it may mess up the game, but only in the World Series because it matters so much. Uh, All-Star matters so much as far as the, uh, who gets home field advantage. And that's huge if you can win. You can win, play at home first for the World Series. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of guys that really... 
in a st- in a situation for the All Star. You got Snub. I think Ian Kennedy for the Diamondbacks should be in. Now he's an alternate. Now he still may get in because now as an alternate, uh, two ways he can get in is uh, somebody get hurt before it happens next week. Uh, somebody decided he don't want to play. He gets in, and that also as an alternate that uh, they can vote him in. They can vote him in still. And that's a guy in uh, Pittsburgh plays outfield for Pittsburgh. His numbers, Alex shaking his head like he don't know who. Don't, nobody knows about the, pa- the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's a guy for the Pirates right now that has outside of the starters of the um, uh, World Series. I mean, All Star Game, the reserves that's in there. His numbers trump theirs by far. But he plays for the Pirates. He plays for the Pirates. They don't get enough exposure. They they haven't won. I mean, they winning this year, but they haven't won in years. They haven't mm-hmm. won in years, so. Uh, guys like that. That's why I, I don't put so much weight, so much interest in the fans voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, anything more baseball? Because I know y'all got some. Uh, what's what's going on with the Lakers and Mike Brown? Oh well, Mike he actually um, hired two assistant coaches, uh, Chuck Pearson and Quinn Snyder. I think that's his name. Chuck. Um, he actually uh, worked with Phil Jackson as well. Um, so. Well, he got. Uh, he's familiar with the Lakers. <laughs> well, yeah, he has to keep somebody on that staff from the old Phil Jackson. I think um, oh, who's the uh, other guy that was uh, in line for that position? He was on the bench with the Lakers for a while. Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw wasn't he up for the um, Detroit job? Um, I mean, that, they they say that's not a good job to take because Detroit will sign you for five years and give you a million and a half. Well, yeah, and the, and the coach from uh, the, Detroit got fired just signed with the Lakers because yep. he was with um he was with Mike Brown in Cleveland. I think uh, Brian Shaw was up for the um was up for the Cleveland job uh, after Mike Brown got fired, but um they were um he wanted to be the, he wanted to be the Lakers coach. So he kinda, I think he held so out. He held out. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes some jobs are better to hold out for. It may take you what well, he could have had a job right away, but look what Cleveland end up being. LeBron leaves. They have a bunch of role players trying to be superstars. Uh, so you hold you hold out for the right job if you believe in if you believe that it was due to you. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure he thought Brian Shaw thought that that job would be his if Phil Jackson left. And and while I'm on that, is is that the reason why Kobe and Mike Brown haven't really came together yet? As far as um. Or maybe Kobe's in Germany getting a uh, knee surgery. Yeah, I think that the worst possible thing that could happen after Phil Jackson leaves is the rest of his coaching staff leaving. Because now it's 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 a completely different team. Yeah. You know, it's the same guys that have been playing together forever, and then you have these guys that have to learn about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the Lakers have to learn about the coaches now. It should be the other way around. They should be there for the Lakers. I, I don't understand why with when one guy leaves, most of the assistant coaches have to leave too. They Mike don't. Brown doesn't deserve to pick his own staff yet. Not he right hasn't won Jack. Well, he is. Because, he is. He is. Right, but he doesn't deserve it. But, and yeah. I agree. Go ahead, Samaj. He also picked up John Cooster. Uh, right, the name. Detroit guy. colleagues from Cavaliers, yeah. right? Right, they just, they just got fired from uh, for going like 2-98 and 98 in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that was a good pickup for the Lakers. That was I, 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 I kind of looked at that like, hmm. I, I kind of uh, agree with Alex on this. You you a new coach. You want your own staff, but you can't mess up the team chemistry and, and coaching staff and assistant coaches uh, is part of that. You you shouldn't. You can bring in some of your guys, but some of those guys who's an intricate part of what the Lakers are, uh, that triangle offense. Mike Brown's a defensive guy, so they should be much better 
because uh, they still have officer weapons like in Kobe, uh, Bynum, uh, Gasol. They still have officer weapons. We know that uh, Shannon Brown has opted out of his contract, which I don't think would happen if Phil Jackson was there or Brian Shaw was there. Right. Uh, I don't think he opts out that contract. But you still have a, a coaching staff. You keep some of those assistants there. And you and and I say weed them out, but I say let them go, and you can start. If you're winning, you start bringing in your own guys. You right. shouldn't be able to. Mike Brown shouldn't be able to bring his own staff in. Wholly, totally different complex of of who's coaching you and the different philosophies. Um, and and you got and I was, and I wondered if that's the reason why Kobe and uh, Mike Brown haven't really communicated on such things. And I did hear Kobe was in Germany getting, getting knee surgery. surgery. Well, our eyes are going to be on Mike Brown, so I hope he uh, deliver. Well, he he, he, has, he hasn't delivered Jack except for having being LeBron's encore dad. Well, I mean, he's like, uh, <laughs> that's it. He, um, <laughs> I, Jack. I just don't. You know what? I don't like the way Mike Brown talks. I don't like the way his mouth moves when he talks. That you know, and that's the most important thing. We're talking about the wrong stuff. That's definitely the most important. thing. I don't thing. like the way he talks. Uh, you can't make up these excuses when you uh, lose. And, but you know what? He he will be successful in L.A. It's L.A. and and Cleveland. He only had LeBron. Yeah, and LA. A couple players. In LA. Yeah, he got LA. He got he got quite a few players. He got a uh, Kobe Gasol, Bynum. I miss. He got Odom, who's doing a reality show. Oh, you know what? Now, <laughs> now that I'm on this, now that I'm on this, I woke up in the, I, I can't sleep, so I woke up in the middle of the night. Do you know basketball wives on? I what happened? I've never. I I don't know. I don't watch this crap. This, <laughs> but but when I seen that, she's a basketball wife supposedly. She's engaged to Chad Ochocinco. Oh, sure. How? What, what's that How about? That uh, I have no idea. I thought the same thing. I was wondering, okay, once she marry him, will she be a football wife now? Like, how does that go down? She ain't uh, no football wife. She's an opportunist. She a groupie uh, <laughs> looking for... She ain't, no, she ain't nobody's wife. You can't go from one guy to one... Well, most, most women do. They go from one sport... I wouldn't say most women. I apologize to the women. All three of y'all listen. All right, look... <laughs> I think that's a little I, much, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize, because that's, that's not a true statement. That's not a true statement, what I was about to say. I say some. Some who's already in that business, who's already been around the sport. There's a lot of stuff to come around this stuff, man. There's a lot of opportunities. So some of them will go from uh, a basketball to a football. Some will go from uh, a golfer to a baseball. Some will go from a golfer to a golfer. Yeah, but I just think, like, where's the respect? I mean, I, I don't know. Respect? I, know. I guess I'm just different. I, I guess I'm just cut a little different. But you, you cut a little I would different. I my name. Like, it's like, don't they talk in the sport? Yeah, they talk. They talk about, yeah. yes, they talk. They talk. Yeah, they talk. Let's just yeah. say that. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's they talk. Like, no. All right, let's take a break. We come back to the break. <laughs> we got my sexy voice coming up, so... uh Oh, we'll be back with that. Kwame Lassie Sports, Alex and Samaj. And we'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in every Monday after the busy sports weekend to catch the Vision Sports Radio with host Thomas Lewis. We'll look at sports from every level, from what happened years ago to what happened last week to what's coming next. Thomas Lewis will take you to places you've never been before on a sports talk show and will bring an experience you've been waiting for. 
Our topics will focus on realities facing a player, labor disputes, academics, recruiting, and transition. Tune in to Catch the Vision Sports Radio, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up up. or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Quam Lasco Sports. Oh, yeah. We are back. We are back on the show. This is our last segment. Alex told me don't look at I'm him. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, he told me don't look at him when I do my sexy voice. <laughs> right, you, you know what? Sexy voice, I, that sexy. I don't have no I sexy voice. My voice. My voice alone. I don't really have no... I can't make up a sexy voice. My voice alone is already probably that. So Who told you please. that? Me. My mama. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, now. My mama told me. So oh. You gonna say something bad? Can't say nothing bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dead air right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> she right. Well, yeah, but no, nah, it's it's just it's just fun to do. We got five listeners, three of them women. Uh, so that's so all good. Hey, no one's called in. You got about you got about eight sec eight minutes uh, to call in with that trivia question to win it. Energy Force bracelet. Go to energyforce.com. Pick out your bracelet if you got the correct answer. And the question was again: the tr- 1989, who won the World Series, the Super Bowl, and the NBA championship? So uh, you got about eight seconds, and that's the call. I may, I probably have another one on the fan page. Um, I don't. I think Ken is Ken used to do the fan page. He's with Rich right now, and I don't know <laughs> w- what they're doing. I think Alex Alex came Alex came aboard, and they shut it down. I don't know what happened right there. Well, you're telling them to call in, but you're not giving them the number. 888-346-9144. Next time you don't come to me on air, do it off the air. <laughs> Send me a text or something. 888-346-9144. But you know what? They could go to they can go to the website too. So they have uh, Voice America Sports website and get all that information up there. But you're right. But don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with the uh, Smarts? What's going on with the Dodgers? I know we talked about them last year. Uh, and they actually have been, they picked their, picked their game up for a little while, didn't they? Yeah, but they lost uh, yesterday to the Mets. To the Mets. Yeah, a lot of teams starting to lose to the Mets now. But I th- as far as the, when the Mets, I think Reyes is out with a, uh, what do you got, a strain, hamstring or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something with his hamstring. Yeah, but then the Dodgers... Uh, pick it up a little bit. I know you got some. You got a little bit in more. Uh, being in LA, yeah, you got to start getting into the locker room. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that. Well, it's wait a minute. Uh, Why you want to get into the locker room? You for for the reporting, right? Yeah, that was a, that was a trick question. It. That was okay. a trick question. 
Okay. They ain't got nobody has to worry about me looking at the fellas like that. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot I, of. I don't make business with pleasure. Well, okay. Before you get to that, I don't. I don't understand how the female reporters can come into the locker room of a male sport, but a male reporter can't go into a female locker room. Okay, we'll go back to the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you about that off the air. Okay, well, it's official. The court, you know, they're still in control of the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, the judge actually um, gave them okay for um, $60 million in interim financing to cover um, all the bills that they have right now. So Judge Kevin Gross, um, Gross he um, went on ahead and gave them the money. So they're still in control at this point, and uh, Major League Baseball is, is really pissed right about now because you're giving this – same man, money who misused it in the first place when they really just want to take over the team and, and be done with it. Yeah, I would agree so. with that. How you misuse that fi- those finances and you got mansions all over California. You got, uh, sh- isn't he getting divorced? I thought he was getting divorced. Yeah, they're getting divorced. So, so is that $60 million no. just for... Now, the divorce would have become final if the Fox rights would have gone through for the billion dollars, for the three billion dollars or whatever. Bud Selig has his hand on their divorce settlement. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. He's got a say in it. Okay. Not, uh, so, uh, indirectly, indirectly, but not. Yeah, yeah, not talking to him on a phone and face to face. If but that look, Fox thing would have gone through, they would the divorce would have been finalized. And she would have got what? She would have uh, got negative because he's not worth any money now, right? So you say. She would have got nine out of the 12 mansions probably. <laughs> yeah, he still got something. Yeah, you you can't make that. You could probably could, but I, I, a guy like McCoy, you can't make that money and not have money. Where you put some of that away, you, you they do, just don't know yeah, about. It. He couldn't make happen. payroll. He can't make payroll. Yeah, and it's there are some there are some uh, what what they call these guys who find your last penny. There are some guys right. who will find your last auditors penny. auditors. I, I guess yeah. fast, but I guess they are they could be auditors too. But they will find your last penny. How however well you think you hit it. They will mm-hmm. find it. Uh, so yeah, he has money, uh, but now he's playing with house money. Mm-hmm. The course, right. of course, awarded him sixty million dollars just to make it, payroll. Sixty million to pay the bills off and, and and basically make payroll and stuff like that. So, so the team uh, is still his. It's yeah. still his at For this now. point. But Salek, he he wants to put in a uh, file a motion to take over the team still. So we'll see what happens with that. But Salek's gonna do it too because this guy he he's these funds are misappropriate. I don't I don't think the uh, NBA, the uh, MLB is a non-profit organization like the NFL where you don't really have to open your books, and that's how we went to the CBA. Last time baseball did it, they lost a lot of fans for about three years. Uh, they don't want to get into that situation again. And McCourt, he's the guy who will lead the major leagues into that if he's allowed to keep that team after mishandling uh, these funds. Uh, well, I'm sure that they might get uh, another coach or something next year, I'm sure. I mean, uh, another owner by next year. Well, things are things are not uh, looking good. I mean, the, he bounced the um, the IRS. I think it was IRS uh, froze all of their accounts for forty eight hours, and he didn't tell the actual employees of of Chavez Arena of of um, Dodger Stadium, and all of their checks bounced. Oh. So, well, I mean, they and the Dodgers said, you know, we'll repay. If we're down, you know, a billion dollars, we may as well pay an extra, you know, a couple hundred thousand in, uh, in overdraft fees. Is, is that the, all the workers? Is, is everybody that does, everybody that matters in that stadium. See, now, what if they had a bit? See, here's the situation. They, they can actually sue this guy for, for more than they, what well, their but, check I mean, was. But, yeah, but they got their money. It just, it, there was just a freeze on the accounts for 48 hours. Yeah, well, it was a freeze, but I had to pay my bill 24 hours right. ago. Yeah. I had to pay my house note 24 hours ago, yep. and, uh, and 48 hours, I'm late, and I'm kicked out. What you going to do? 
Right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, and, and he had to pay Manny 8.3 8. mil, and Manny's See, sitting on his fat ass, yeah. fat butt somewhere. Uh, Taking the fem- <laughs> female homos <laughs> yeah. to play. This is what I, like, NBA, and that's probably why NBA, this is one of the reasons why NBA is going into a lockout uh, or having discussion about the lockout. But when you're still paying guys who don't play, I know um, Cam brought up a situation. Uh, this guy's getting paid. Who was this guy? Uh, play for the Mets. Uh, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. He's going to get what you could have paid him $5 million to let him go. He's going to get, um, what, $2 million for 20 years? Yeah, something like that. He's getting upwards of 30, 30 yeah. something overall. For 20 years, they got to pay him $2 million or a million, a million. A dollar, a million dollars a year for twenty years. When you all you had to do was give him five million dollars, and you was you were free and clear of him. So it's kind of crazy, man. Yep. Sound like some Reggie Bush stuff. Reggie okay. Bush, he's Reggie <laughs> Bush. That's, that's what he was making in college, though. Yeah. <laughs> he made that at USC, and I and, yeah. and I still got a problem with Reggie Bush giving his Heisman away. I, I, I want. He, he hasn't Heisman. given it up yet. I wouldn't give it up. I uh, won that on the field. Uh, I ain't had to do with the money I made. Yeah, I'd, I'd melt it before I gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's his. No shot. He could do whatever he want with it. <laughs> yeah, it's his. He could do whatever he want with it. So, um, yeah, I know the team gave up their trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but no, I, what I did on the field had nothing to do with money. Had nothing to do with money. Um, it just eased some situations as far as. Um, Oh, I can pay for this. I can pay for that. And get my family in town. We got about a minute and a half to break. Uh, Pujols could return. Tuesday, Tuesday, he right after the All Star break, he will. It was a six week deal. Break. It, it was, was a six week deal. He come back All Star break. It was uh, four to six. It was four to six. Well, they, I guess they do this thing on the deal where there's a mandatory amount of time you have to sit out if you put on. I think 15 it's fifteen days, days. Fifteen days. So that's you know two weeks in a day. Mm-hmm. He's. It looked a lot worse than it was. I would assume. I mean, it's, yeah. It's it's not a yeah. He was so, ho- he was Hollywood when that thing broke because I think it might have been just it probably hurt. It, yeah, it was just he, it was just awkward and oh. Fred. Didn't look good. It was his fault that he got hurt. Like they hit the wrong foot on the bag, so, so that was his fault. Uh, we did say Reyes tested uh, show mouth strain, yeah. uh, so he'll be back. And Reyes is on fire right now for the Mets, uh, and he's up. He's up with a contract coming up this year, so we'll see. Uh, he'll get, he'll get a lot of money. He'll probably be at the Yankees. Yeah, but the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't have to move. Yeah, the Mets uh, told owner say I'm not paying him anything. Yeah, there you go, Yankees. Yeah, Yankees or Red Sox. Yep. Yeah, that, that's usually where you go when you want to get a, try to get a ring. But I, I, you know, I like to play against the best teams. Uh, a lot of guys get their money up front and then they go for those rings. But Ray is still productive, still yeah. one of the best out there. He's still young too. Yeah. All right, man. Any final words uh, before we get off this air? Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You got ten seconds to call in. Call to get your bracelet. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hey, this is Kwame Lots of Sports. We got Alex in the studio, Samaj in LA. Peace. We appreciate you guys joining us for another segment. We'll be back next week. We may have a we may have a different guest up there next week. If not after the all-star break. I like the music, Monk. I appreciate that. Get it. Hey, All Ken. Right. Let me hear it. Yeah, we we Ken, uh, I'm taking your spot. Yeah, Ken, <laughs> you intimidated them guys, Alex. <laughs> You didn't intimidate me though. I'm still here. No, nah, I know, I know, I know. I can't intimidate you. No, nah, she got her game face on now. <laughs> she back. I'm back. Bring it. <laughs> for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.